0: Hello, and welcome to Quirk and Circumstance, a podcast about living a creative life outside the box, even if you spend most of your time in a cubicle or if you feel a bit boxed in by a role like professional or parent or something else. I'm your host, Kat, and in this episode, my friend Nikki, yoga teacher, parent, and creator of wildmeditations.com, joined me on a challenge designed to supercharge a person's creativity. Now, those familiar with um, books for creatives may know about the Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. If it's a new book to you, uh, it's well, it's really I would describe it as more more of more than a book. it's It's like a guidebook or a workbook with exercises that you do over the course of twelve weeks. It's all about awakening and inspiring the creative parts of a person and one of the biggest tools that Julia Cameron recommends is free writing every morning in a practice that she calls Morning Pages. So here's Nikki and me at the beginning of the two-week challenge followed by our wrap-up conversation two weeks later in which we decide maybe we needed another two weeks. Here you go. Um, Well,
1: thank you so much for being be part of Challenge.
2: You are so welcome.
1: Um. So the challenge that we've picked is to do morning pages every morning mm-hmm. for
0: two weeks. Yes. Um. And I can't remember. Have you done
2: morning pages before? Um. When you and I were friends in like 1999. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we did morning pages then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because we so, loved that book by What's Her Face.
1: Yeah, what, I have the book right here. Let me let me get it out. It's called The Artist's Way. Okay, so so the background on morning pages is this: Julia Cameron is a writer who wrote this book called The Artist's Way, and this is kind of a go-to for people who are artistic but want to um, up their creativity. You know, for I feel like it's especially helpful for people who they are creative but they feel like they only get that creative spark every now and then, and they have a hard time sitting down and thinking of it as like a regular sort of a thing. And so she suggests that people in the morning when they wake up, sit down and just free write three pages. And you don't think about what you're writing, nothing. You just kind of like spill out your brain onto three pages, and then you put it away. You don't even read it afterwards.
2: Oh. After you're done.
1: Yeah, like you just write your three pages. And what I remember about doing it Years ago, is that at that time I was um, like playing guitar and writing music and all of that. And I remember I did the morning pages consistently for a while, and I did feel like I was more creative throughout the day, more often. And I think I wrote like I don't know, like three or four new songs in a really short period of time because I just felt like that part of my brain had been I don't know stimulated is the right word, but sort of awoken activated more regularly (laughs) you know yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: so i don't know so then recently i felt like you know there's room in my life to do something like this in the morning along with my regular sort of meditation practice Mm -hmm. and i'm just curious to see what would happen if i were to do those three kind of free write pages in the morning
2: and i'd be curious to see what happens for you too yeah me too me too because I feel like, um, lately, I have a million potential creative things going on all at once. And mm-hmm. yet, my enthusiasm to do them is like, you know, barely there. So it's feeling like a drudgery, even though mm-hmm. these are things that I love to do. You know, That's like write, like write a blog post or, um, I love, I have all of these crystals and I want to create, um, little home accent things with them and potentially even sell them, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love crystals and I love pretty things and I want to create things, but when I think about doing them, I'm like, meh, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely think there are lots of creative ideas out there in the universe and the spark might hit me, but you're right, the motivation may not always be right there. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wonder if the morning pages will help with that or if it'll just give me a ton of, you know, many, many more ideas of things that sound great and make me feel excited but that I don't have the bandwidth or the time and
2: energy to do. Mm-hmm. I know, I think that's also an issue It's just bandwidth and time. But no, it's not because I can easily waste 20 to 30 minutes with social media just mindlessly sitting there scrolling you know, so it's I don't I really don't believe that time is the issue. I feel like it's motivation, like you said. Yeah, it's just wanting, or it's just so easy at the end of the evening to like stick on a Netflix show. You know, oh, oh
1: for and, sure, that's and my And veg,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, and veg because it's just so easy to sit there and drink tea and watch a show. Yes,
1: I also drink tea. Yeah, you do. I also, tea. I also tea and watch the show. Um, do you anticipate any any challenges to writing out three pages? And we're talking like writing out by hand, not typing, right? So like right. writing out by hand the three pages in the morning. Do you anticipate any
2: roadblocks, obstacle, challenges? I see the biggest obstacle being doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Just- Say more. A new habit, you know, it's like anytime something is new, um, it's it's just harder to integrate into your day because it's not a habit yet. And then also, the other challenge that I see is that it's summertime,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, so my kids are home and our schedule is real different. So it's a lot harder to, like I haven't meditated in like four days because I don't have to get up take them anywhere (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know so i'm like oh well i'm tired so i'm gonna sleep and then i get up and they're awake and it's a lot harder to meditate you know so my whole sort of rhythm and schedule is different in the summertime i just kind of fit meditation in in random times it's not like my morning routine Mm -hmm. but none of these are insurmountable you know it's just yeah
1: yeah, I think it is. And I, I think for me, I want to make it a goal to try to do it first thing when I wake up, so to get up early enough to do the writing. And that means, mm-hmm. you know, earlier. And I, too, have been struggling with getting some meditation in the morning. Like, I've been staying up a little later and so then sleeping in a little later. So I think, I, you know, I've got to kind of get back on track with getting up early and then setting it just a little bit earlier so that I can get the pages in and do the meditation that I want to do.
2: And we, so, we know how much you
1: love to wake up earlier. Oh, my gosh. It's like, I love it and I hate it. I
2: love yes. it and I hate it. I love yes. it and I hate it. It's so painful. It's so painful when you're not ready to wake up yet. But then once you're doing it, you're like, oh, I'm so glad I got it. Yes. It's just the bed. Well, it's just the when you're lying in bed. It's just literally painful to remove the blanket from your body and get off of the comfortable space that you're in.
1: Yeah, and I have two, I have two things.
2: So one thing is that
1: <laughs> what I used to do to get my body on track is that I would take melatonin,
2: mm. you know, in the
1: evening to get me to go to sleep earlier and then wake up earlier the next day. But I found that it, it still made me groggy the next day. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And I'm really loving mental clarity.
2: Mm-hmm. So my
1: goodness, I kind of love that. Mm-hmm. So. I was thinking last night, like, okay, I'm really trying to get back on track, but and I could take the melatonin that I have in my drawer, but I'm not going to because I want to be on the game at my Mm -hmm. job tomorrow. So -hmm. maybe on the weekend I could do it, but then on the weekend I really enjoy sleeping in. So there's that. Right. The other thing is I have a very vocal cat, and (laughs) my cat will wake up everybody in the house. Like, if I'm awake, he's like, oh, you're up. Mm Mm-hmm. So everybody should be up. And so he goes around, meow, 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 trying to wake everybody in the house or wake them all Mm -hmm. up, you know, so that. um, Then you feel bad. Well, I feel bad, but then that also eliminates my quiet alone time that I'm trying to get. Like I get up so early to try to have a little time by myself. But then, you know, if the world wakes up,
2: then there's no solo
1: time. There's no solo time. There's like, you know. People getting coffee and this. I wish there was just some way to be like, come here, little baby. You know, just have him come over and cuddle with me on my lap. But And he'll do that for a minute. For a minute, yeah. And then he's like, okay, this is boring. i got to move on. I think, you know, he's also only about a year old. So he's sort of like kids and energy.
2: Yes. It's true. He does.
1: So, yeah. Anything else about morning pages before we try this starting tomorrow morning? (laughs)
2: tomorrow
0: um
2: nope just i'm excited i'm excited to try it i'm excited to see what it does because i am always you know interested in a routine that's going to spark just being in love with this life more
1: me too me too i feel like i've i've actually had a lot of projects lately at work that have been fairly creative and it's been fun to use that part of my brain to think about, oh, you know, we're creating these types of, you know, these types of articles, or we're creating this type of message, or we want to tell this type of story. And so, you know, I'm interviewing people, and I'm creating stories, and I'm doing all kinds of fun stuff and creative Mm -hmm. stuff, and I'm loving it. And and it is funny to have the fear come up sometimes Mm -hmm. of, like, oh, well, what if this is my last best idea? You know, what if this mm. is the last good idea I'm going to have? Like, I don't know, you know, how it's going to work. But when I relax into that, the ideas come, right? So it'll be interesting to see if, you know, I'm feeling fairly creative and open at work, and I'm feeling fairly creative and open even with my podcast. You know, like, I feel I feel fairly creative right now, but it'll be interesting to see if that levels up with the right. morning pages. And if not, I think that's okay, too. Like, I'm always in favor of... Discharging some of the emotional and brain chatter that I have, getting that out of the way before I start the day. And I think that's something that people use the morning pages for
2: as well. It's like you kind of
1: just clear out the clutter of your brain.
2: Yeah, I love that idea. Because as much as I try to not have clutter, it's definitely there. Definitely there, especially in the morning. Like, I find that some of my first thoughts are like, I don't want to wake up, you know? So there's sort of yeah. a like a resistance, like first thing.
1: Yeah, I can remember past morning page um morning pages that I've written that start out that way. Like I can't believe I'm awake right now. This is really mm-hmm. sucking. Like why mm-hmm. does this three pages seem so long, but here I am, I'm writing, you know, like was, mm-hmm. many of them started out that way.
2: Mm-hmm. And then eventually
1: they get into like, you know, if there's some little thing that's nagging me in the back of my mind and I didn't realize it. Because it's just tiny enough, but that kind of thing will sort of emerge in the morning pages, or you know, I don't know. It's like I do. I have found that things will surface during that mm-hmm. during that writing. So
2: yeah, subconscious things that we don't aren't aware of, right? They're just kind of floating and um, influencing us without our awareness.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. All
1: right. Well, I'm excited to do this. Let's do this, my friend. Let's do it. Alright,
2: well then starting
1: tomorrow. Okay, done. Thanks so much.
0: Okay, talk to you soon. And two weeks later, here's how it went.
1: <laughs> how did you, um, how did you like your morning pages in the morning?
2: Um, I did not love it.
1: Oh, say more.
2: <laughs> I can't wait to hear how you liked it.
1: Um, but, um, I Well, yeah,
2: spoiler alert, I loved it. Oh, my gosh, how funny. Yeah, yeah so I think this I, is good. Know.
1: Tell me all yeah. about it.
2: So for me, um, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it because I realized I have a lot of things I'm trying to do in the morning. Mm-hmm. And number one, rookie mistake, I had a huge fucking journal. Like, excuse my language. <laughs> it was like like large pages. So three pages oh. took me almost 45 minutes.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: But even then, um, you know, about halfway through, I switched to a smaller journal. Yeah. Um, even then, it took me a really, really long time to write. So I wanted to, you know, meditate as well and just do all my other morning. Well, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so I wake up and usually I meditate for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I'll write um, in my journal and I'll do my gratitude list mm-hmm. um, and kind of like my daily to-do and have my coffee and then get ready. So this added on like another, you know, 30 to 40 minutes.
1: That's a lot of time in the morning. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I could see how if you don't already have a ton of things in the morning how it might be nice so I want to hear about your experience
1: yeah well I definitely I mean I have a lot to say about why I liked it but I feel like you know I did feel the tension of like you know in the morning I'm already not really a morning person so it's a struggle to get up early enough to have some time to myself before I really have to get ready and get out the door Right, and I try to have breakfast every morning, too. You know, so, like, I try to meditate in the morning. I try to make sure I have some breakfast in my belly. Um, I have, like, a couple of daily readers with, like, an inspiring thought for the day. You know, it's like I have two of those that I read every day. Um, And so I was like, how is Morning Pages going to fit into this? The journal that I use for my three pages is probably, like, I'd say, like, a three-quarter size of a regular binder sheet of paper. So it's a little bit smaller than a regular sheet. Mm -hmm. And I would say if I wrote just straight through, it was probably about 20 minutes. Um, But I think it really depended on whether I was just going like stream of consciousness or if I felt stuck in some way. Mm -hmm. There were days where I was like, good morning, morning pages. I got nothing. Mm -hmm. And it was excruciating
2: to right. write for three pages. Me, almost every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: was like, this is <laughs> late, right? So I had some pages like that, or like some days that felt like that. I had other days where it just felt more like a flow, and I was just like, it, it also felt like kind of a, a bunch of garbage. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> the early morning hours. And so I was like, you know, just kind of like, I don't know, this thing happened at work the other day, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I just felt like, what is the point of just putting out these random thoughts and then going, now I feel stuck again. If I write now, I feel stuck again. You know, it's like, mm-hmm, ugh, mm-hmm. how much value is there to this? Um, I think at the end, I got into a, a rhythm where the flow was happening more easily. So I would just start and like just, it would just kind of flow and it felt stream of consciousness e- easier. I was feeling really, um, calm while I was doing it too. It was like there didn't feel like there was as much of a struggle or a back and forth. It was like, wow, I just I felt really lucky to even have the, the time at all
2: to mm-hmm. just sit there
1: and write and yeah. have some quiet. Um is there anything else to it being in that block of time? I think I realized that I can't replace it with meditation. So there were a couple days where I was like, well if I'm doing this I don't also have time for meditation. Right. The time right. that I'd woken up. So I was like, okay, well, I'm doing this instead. Um, and then some days I did the writing first and meditation second. And I think what really worked for me was get up and I will, you know, make my coffee right away. And then I go and do a little like meditation. So maybe just 10 minutes of meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about 15 minutes of the morning pages. And then get into like, you know, and then read my. Read my inspiration pages, my little inspiring pages, thoughts for the day, and then start breakfast and then get on with like getting ready. So I found a way to compress it to about an hour if mm-hmm. I do that. Um, but also just because, you know, it is so difficult for me to get up at the same early time every day. There's still going to be, even if I decide to keep this up, and I think I will, it's still, there's still going to be some flexibility where there's just going to be some days where I don't do the morning pages because there's just not enough time right right but i think if if this is something that i want to keep doing i think it's okay to say hey maybe most most days i'm going to do morning pages until i don't want to do them anymore
2: yeah I think that makes you know? sense. yeah I yeah i, I can, can you, see how they they have some value i can see that
1: So that's what I'm curious about. So it sounds like the mechanics are hard with everything that we're doing, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. just hard in the morning with all of that going on and with, you you know, family and you've got kiddos and you're trying to get them out the door and all of that. Um, What were some of the positives that you found?
2: Well, one night, and this was like maybe five days into our morning pages Mm -hmm. challenge, uh, one night. I had this beautiful opportunity where I was going to be home alone and for like three hours in the evening. And I was like, okay, I can either watch A Handmaiden's Tale, the season finale, <laughs> or I can write. And I wrote instead because I, I feel like part of it was that that whole like creative juices are flowing thing happening from just getting the garbage out of your head, I feel that that very likely contributed. Because I tend to be, you know, less on the action side of the spectrum when it comes <laughs> to, like, when it comes to choices. Like, I literally just had a nap on my swing chair outside at 11 a.m. because I was like, oh, it's beautiful, there's a nice breeze. I'm going to take a nap here, you know, even though I could have lovely. a million other things. So, yeah, so I had that. And then I had another interesting observation. So I felt like, because I'm such a rule follower, mm-hmm. that I felt like the rule was get up and empty anything in that you had to write right away. Like, in my mind, that was the rule that we had established. Okay. Um, and so oftentimes, you know, I found that meditation, I I would do that right away, and I was already kind of in a quieter space Mm -hmm. um, for meditation, so my mind wasn't as busy, so I think that could be why I struggled a little bit. But one morning, I didn't struggle, like one out of the 14. Mm -hmm. I did not struggle at all. It like flew out of me, and it was all kind of stream of consciousness, easy. And when I went to go meditate, I usually do this alternate nostril breath. Mm -hmm. Um, And they say that, like, every hour, our dominant nostril switches. And each nostril is is linked to a certain side of the brain. Mm -hmm. So if your right nostril is the dominant nostril, then the left side of your brain is active. And the left side is, like, your action-oriented, you know... More vigorous side uh-huh. and also just analytical you know it's just it's like more sort of like the practical mind,
1: uh-huh,
2: and then when your left nostril is dominant, then the right side of the brain is on, and that is your creative side, that's your you know flowing, your intuitive, all that, so the morning that I had a really successful morning, I had gotten up at like five thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I had written, and then I when I did my alternate nostril breath, I noticed that my left nostril, so the right side of my brain, was dominant.
1: I see, so you felt like the the morning pages really um, got you in the flow and your creative the creative side of your brain.:
2: No, I think I happened no. to be because it was earlier. I think I happened to be just on the creative side of of my brain. Because I woke up earlier for some reason that day.
1: Oh, I see. I see. Because
2: they say, like, it it switches over every hour or so, like, which one is dominant. And the whole reason why you do the alternate nostril breath is to get both of them flowing equally so that Mm -hmm. there is sort of this bridge between the two and your perception is even more clear. Yeah. Because you're not limited to one side of the brain. So... I was like, oh, my gosh. I think, so part of me thinks that if I had woken up every day around that time, I would have had a more easeful (laughs) um, morning pages experience.
1: Oh, that's so interesting.
2: Yeah. I thought so. I was like, oh,
1: my gosh, that's what's happening. (laughs) Well, I definitely think there's something to the early Mm -hmm. Right. Like that. I think that makes a difference in, you know, what is possible in that writing. You know, I think in the in the book, The Artist's Way, Julia Cameron, who wrote it, talks about that time of day just being a good time for your like it's like you don't have as many defenses because it's just your mind is just a little It's earlier just waking up. And so you're just a little more vulnerable in a way Mm -hmm. or you're not as, you know, dug into whatever your conscious positions in the world are. Hmm. Um. I think for me, as I was writing, a lot of what I would find was, you know, some things felt like, "Wow, this is not a creative, awesome idea." Like in in some ways, but a lot of what I would find is, um, I'd have, you know, maybe kind of half thoughts that would flip through my head at any given time, or even not, not even a half thought, like like the little pebble kernel of a thought. You -hmm. know, like something happened at work, maybe a, a curious situation would happen at work with colleagues that I don't know very well, right? And so I remember one day just kind of writing about that, like, I don't know what to write about, but, you know, this weird thing happened at work this week, and those people and those people seem to have something going on. It's really none of my business, but, huh, right? So, like, just kind of, like, chattering about it in the pages.
2: Uh And
1: um, somehow that train of thought or that thread, you know, I just kind of kept pulling on it because I had the structure of the page to write it out. So instead of just like, oh, well, that's a curious, weird thing at work. Because I was taking time to focus on it and write it out, eventually I got to a place of like, hey, this one lady that I work with, I don't know much about her, but she's always seemed pretty awesome. Maybe I should ask her out for lunch one of these days.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, completely unrelated to where I started. But I don't know if I would have even gotten there because I crossed paths with her so few times in a year you know, that I never think to try to connect with her otherwise, right? Right. Um, And so I think, you know, there were things like that, almost like, um, you know, I can remember a time, you know, in with like a really, really great therapist that I was working with years ago, and there was a – it was like this – this fear that I had that was unspoken, right? And it was, like, around finances. Like, I think I was doing something funny with finances and was, like, I don't know, like, this just has to work and I'm trying to save, but I just can't save. And da-da-da-da. and he was, like, oh, you have a lot of energy around that. What's that about? And I was, like, I don't know. I just need to save. And you know, like, it just has, like, some something weird there. But I hadn't given it any more thought than that. Just all I had was just, like, this feeling of, like, i to got to do this. And so – you know, in talking about it, he it was like he was pulling on that thread and he was giving it the space in the room,
2: mm. you know, like, mm-hmm. hey,
1: like, what is that about? And So we talked and talked and talked through it and turns out, you know, not surprisingly for many people, it's like this, it's like, I have a fear I'm going to end up like my parents around money. Right. Right. And he's like, OK, well, then let's look at the evidence. Right. Like you have, you know, these actions that you do every day that are very different than what the generation before you has done. So because you're conscious of it now and you're working on it now and you're already doing healthy things around it. Likelihood is you won't end up like your parents. And I was like, wow. And so (laughs) that was really great. Right. But like that fear needed some airtime. And I feel like the morning pages do some of that too. Mm -hmm. Like I had some, you know, some things like that where it's like, Oh, well should I bring this thing up at work? I don't know. And then you know, I'd talk to her and be like, well, yeah, I mean, this is your life. Like, why wouldn't you take a risk? Why wouldn't you do a creative thing and put something out there at work? And, you know, if people don't like it, they don't like it. That's okay. You know, it's it's all right. The world's not going to shatter if you go yeah. out on a limb about something at work. So I got to kind of play that sort of therapist role for myself around, you know, around some of those things. And, and by therapist role, I just mean creating space, being curious and pulling on threads as they, as they came up where in my everyday life, if I don't have that space,
2: right. You just don't know where the thread it, leads. Move yeah. On. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it, it, in a way it was like, that yeah, is kind of clearing up the garbage.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
1: It's clear. It's clearing the stuff. That's just tiny little things that are, that I'm walking around with and I don't even realize
2: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something too, for me, I found in writing was, I had no idea how much I had on my plate on a daily basis that I was trying, you know, like it was like, I don't know, I I was sort of in this routine of just here's my to-do list, right? And I noticed I almost never got everything on my to-do list done, (laughs) (laughs) but it didn't, it's kind of like what you're saying where there wasn't really room to go into it and find out why. And then with this, I was it was kind of like shoved in my face. Like, you are preparing for a retreat and you have this to plan and you have a friend visiting from Canada. And then, you know, you're trying to plan an amazing conversation every week to have with the students, plus blah, 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 plus kids, plus chickens, plus, you know, like it was just like,
0: yeah.
2: like this big fountain that I realized wasn't – and so my – my answer to the hecticness that was coming up was like, I think slowing the roll is not such a bad idea here. And I think taking on less and saying no to things that are coming up that are just going to drain my energy is going to be what I'm going to do. It
1: is amazing, right? It's kind of like, it's like inside each of us, there is that wisdom. And so you can, I mean, I feel like my belief, you know, it's sort of like open to all possibilities. Like maybe it's the inner wisdom of myself that just needs to talk back to myself and say, hey, you're doing mm-hmm. too much. Or, hey, you know, why not create some space for this interesting lady at work or, hey, you know, whatever it is, right? So, right. like, here's the here's the wise response to that fear or that overwhelm or that whatever, and then there's also the, the possibility, which I which I kind of love, too, is there's some sort of wisdom of the universe or inspiration that's in response because I've just created that space.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: like maybe I am, in a way, kind of communicating with something that's higher and greater than me, you know, and that inspiration is just coming through the process of writing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was cool. I was I was so conflicted. I kept being like, I like this. Like, no, I don't. I hate it. I can't wait yeah. for this two weeks to be over. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and then I had that one good morning. I was like, I could do this every day. And then I'm like, No. Yeah, I, it's a
1: bit of a labor. It's I mean it is labor. It's like sitting yeah. down to do the thing. But I did I did see that when I did it, kind of like your experience where later in the day you were like, Oh, I'm going to make this choice over here, which feels like the more inspired creative choice. Right. Um. You know, and not to say that there's not value in watching Handmaid's Tale or any other thing <laughs> on the Netflix. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, is that was on Hulu. That was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. You know, so I think there's so much value in just taking the downtime to check. You know, not even check out, but just like enjoy ourselves when we need to. But especially when you're doing so much. But you know, it's. I think it did feel like I'm opening up a little more space throughout the rest of my day by taking this time in the morning, like when a random you know, new project comes across my desk, I'm more likely to go, wow, that's interesting. Is there something creative I can do with it? Is there some way that, you know, I can bring something new and fresh to this project versus like, oh my God, there's another thing on my to-do list. How and where am I going to get this done?
2: Mm, Right. Right. I
1: just felt a little more in tune with openness and possibility and how can, you know, I bring my own unique creativity to this thing that's been put in front of me, which is
2: cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, sort of a bit of a shift in perspective. Very interesting. Yeah, I yeah. think so, so. you're going to continue?
1: I think I will, but when I first had that thought, then I felt anxious about it and had to write about it in the morning pages. <laughs> like, <laughs> do I want to continue? To, you know, because I knew this conversation was coming up soon, so it came up in the morning pages. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. do I really want to keep doing this? And Parts of the two weeks, I was like, I don't think so. I think I'm just going to get to the end of this two weeks. But yeah. then as I really started to reflect on how it was, it was like, no, I think, I think there's some value in this that I'm really, I'm really getting a lot from. You know, I think there's a lot of value in it for me. So I just need to find a way to work it into that morning hour and be okay with maybe some days I miss it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't it, have to be perfect in order for it to be worth it.
2: Yes. I think for me, I just, it, I can't, I need, I have meditating first helps the best. I found that that brings the most, oh, is that me? What? Uh, that must have been me. I, like, my cheek must have hit a number. Oh, it
1: was. Oh, I didn't hear it.
2: It was all boop. Um, but, yeah, I like to meditate first because I found that, like, the morning pages would get my mind rolling. And then when I sat down to meditate, it was still fine, but it was just a little harder to settle in. Mm. So maybe if the order were reversed, um, if I meditated and then wrote for a little bit, but even then I feel like three pages was too long. Like one page maximum Yeah, <laughs> might be better for me, but I totally get why it was three pages. So yeah
1: smaller pages or <laughs> write every other line or write bigger I remember there was a time when I was when I was doing it and I would just write bigger because I was like you know what it's better than nothing
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it's better than nothing I'm writing in giant letters but it's fine
1: you know, at least yeah. it's filling up my three pages
2: <laughs> <laughs> I should have done that I'm such a rule follower it's so lame yeah, well I think for something, for
1: so many of these health, like healthcare, self-care or wellness kinds of things, I just really feel like, you know, it's, it's good to have an idea of, wow, if I, if I really want this to be a part of my life, then sure I want to be consistent with it. But um I actually was watching something online this morning that had a really similar message that was like, you know, great to be consistent. But perfection is not the goal. And right. even if you do something 50% of the time, if it adds to your life, then it's worth it. Even if you do it 75% of the time, if it adds to your life, then it's worth it. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, who said, who said that I have to be perfect in my morning routine every dang day of the year? I never, I could never do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Then I would just
1: be failing anyway. And who wants that? Nobody.
2: Nobody. Nobody wants to fail. Yeah. Although apparently even failure is good for you. So.
1: That's going to be another challenge that you and I. <laughs> <laughs> maybe perch one day. I want to find a way to fail at something every
2: day, which I'm sure God. I already do. Yes. Yeah, this I mindfulness know. to it, You know,
1: like, how am I failing every day?
2: Yeah, that would be a funny one. Like I say, no, a lot, because I'm like, eh, I don't really feel like sucking at that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, we also get to prioritize what we want to spend our time on, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. But it's like I remember one time, no, actually, I won't go into the tangent, um, but yes,, <laughs> yes. um failure so,
1: anything else about the morning pages?
2: Um, I think that people should try it. you think it's I worth think, it, I think it's worth trying because you think I,
1: weeks is long enough
2: I no, I honestly think it needs to be for a month. I think both of us are in that questioning phase because it wasn't quite in the routine setting. Uh but Okay, so here's my suggestion, and maybe you and I do this on our own. Um, But I would say, because I had such a strong reaction, because it wasn't just, oh, this is good. I was like, oh my gosh, I think I hate this. Uh I think there's something valuable in there. I think that points that for me, because I was having some resistance, that there's something there that's happening. Because it's been my experience that when I am in a place of resistance, there's some kind of lesson I'm learning. And so in this case, the lesson could just be, you are not trying to do too many things in the morning. Like, this is too much. Right. But it could also be like... You're, I'm trying to be creative. I want to write more. I actually want to write specifically more,
1: and like on your blog.
2: Yeah, I want to write my blog. Um, I want to author a book at some point in my life. Just because, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think this kind of is a confronting practice for me because it's like, oh, I always thought writing came easily, and it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a confronting practice, but I think that that there's probably something valuable in there. So I think for me, I would just reverse the order. I would meditate first, and then I feel like a lot of times in my meditations, I get inspirations, Mm -hmm. um, and that that could be what I would, that would probably come to the forefront, and I could write about it.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I think, yeah. I think you're right. I think there's something to doing it in that order for yeah. all the reasons you said,
2: you know, that the
1: morning pages has a way of getting the mind moving
2: mm-hmm. and
1: inquiring and like waking things up and meditation is really a great time to like listen, I think to be quiet and to listen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So it's kind of nice to, yeah, to do that quieting and listening and receptivity first, and then start the dialogue with whatever it is that you heard in the morning pages
2: mm, exactly, yeah, I like that Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: what do you, what do you think Well, yeah. I
1: definitely want to want to continue, and I think you know i found I found that similar order to work a little better, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: I want to continue for sure, and if you're going to continue for sure, then I want to hear how it's going. Okay. And if I'm yeah. going to hear how it's going, I'm going to want to put it in the podcast. Shall
2: we, shall we have a follow-up? <laughs> I think we're going to need to
1: have a follow-up.
2: I think so. I think we're two both like, ooh, something good. Two more weeks? Yeah, I think two more weeks because then you that's a month. Yeah. Basically. Right? Basically. And that's true. Basically. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Well, then what we've done today is part one. And part two will be out in a couple of weeks.
2: Part, uh. yeah, yeah. Part, uh. (laughs) that's French. (laughs) I know you took a while for you to process. You're like, why is she grunting?
1: (laughs) I was like, oh, it's French. We speak français.
2: We we speak (laughs) français sometimes.
1: So my other question for you, which I ask you every time, and it's very Mm -hmm. important, is: is there a song that you are loving right now?
2: Yes. Tell me about it and why you're loving it. I'm not surprised. Okay, so first of all, it's called A Pocket Full of Shells. I got a pocket full of shells. uh, By Matt Matt McHugh. Okay. Um, And it's this acoustic song that kind of reminds me of, like, Simon and Garfunkel. Um, there's like a sweetness and a wholesomeness to it, and it's been so long since I've seen you and I've been so gone been out of my mind po kind of but I just need you
1: What's your favorite place for time of day or scenario to be listening to a pocket full of shells?
2: all day long. <laughs> <laughs> driving, driving.
1: I like any time, any place, or driving.
2: Yeah, and I have it in my yoga playlist right now, and it makes me happy when it comes on. Usually towards the beginning of class, mm-hmm. and we're kind of warming up. It makes me smile. It makes me like sideways grin. I don't know. I like it. I'm, I'm excited for you to hear it. Mm-hmm. Listening to it loud. Yeah, that's that's it right there. Love it and start again we'll take a chance
1: and... well thank you so much for being willing to try morning pages for two weeks and now for two more weeks yeah I don't think you knew that you were going to sign on for two no. more weeks when we started no. this conversation sure didn't <laughs> <laughs> <Ha-ha>.
2: smaller journal
1: <laughs> yeah smaller journal I know it's like we troubleshooted together today
2: yeah I like it
1: <laughs> me too um oh. Listen, I want to hang up with you on the app and then call you back if you have a few more minutes.
2: Okay, perfect. Okay, hang up and I'll be back. Bye-bye. Okay, okay. we'll we
0: re-upped. We doubled down. We will continue daily free writing morning pages every day for the next two weeks. And when that's done, we'll have a follow-up conversation and part two to this podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Quirk and Circumstance. More information about the episode, links to resources that we shared is at quirkandcircumstance.com. And thanks so much to the Tartu Pop and Rock Institute for our intro music.